Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy by the Get Savvy Club. I am Anita Baldwin and I'm here with my partner, Anna Geary. Hello, Anna. Hi, you okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. And this is another episode where we interview someone. So today we have interviewed the awesome Annie Hayes Pantoni. Um, who is an actress, um, aspiring actress, and also has a yoga business. So two completely different things you might think, but maybe, you know, they both meld together and help her out. One helps in one side of the business and another helps in the other side of the business. Um, And she's a fascinating person because she basically had what I consider to be the exact right attitude to life, Um, living life, loving it. She helps ladies who are either menopausal or perimenopausal. So she talks all about different symptoms and how to help. And we have a bit of an honest chat about all of that, bearing in mind that Anna and I are ladies of a certain age as well. Um, So, yeah, it was really interesting and I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. I do a couple of things. One, I'm an actress and obviously with lockdown, it's been pretty disastrous, hasn't it? Let's face it. But luckily, I've been blessed in my life, I should say, that I have two careers that I am so passionate about. So the other is my own business, which is my yoga business. I mean, I'm so passionate about teaching yoga, uh, but also I've kind of gone on a a journey where my yoga's brought me to helping women in menopause and perimenopause. I kind of reached that stage after teaching for years, I reached a stage where obviously I hit perimenopause. It hit me like a lead balloon. I didn't even know what it was when I started in it. Just did not know, like a lot of women, what the hell was going on. Then I went to Egypt two and a half years ago. And I didn't know this was going to happen. It was to do yoga out there. But it was, I didn't realize that then I was going to take this turn where I just thought, hang on a minute, yoga for menopause is just a no brainer. It covers so many things. So, I had the opportunity to take a yoga workshop in Egypt. Oh, brilliant. Which just, it it was amazing. And so now I teach yoga, uh, regular classes as well, but I also do menopause and perimenopause workshops. And I have my own podcast too. Excellent. So what's the difference between yoga and yoga for menopause then? The basis is the same because Mm -hmm. yoga is such a, I mean, yoga, the umbrella of yoga is immense. But what I learned to do was take the poses that like there are actually particular poses that help in menopause, you know, Uttanasana, which is literally a forward fold. So for people who you're standing on your feet and you fold your body forwards, and that is for rage. It, <laughs> Make a note of that one, Anita. What if you're in the so if I'm in the middle of a rage, I can't see me suddenly doing that. You know what might happen in the middle of a rage? I'm serious. If you actually did that one, you actually might just start laughing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just changed your mindset. And also it is the it is obviously the pose itself and the the letting go and the breathing that goes with it. Say my regular classes, I can't say that they don't nearly always include me telling something about the menopause, which is how I kind of came on this journey. Um, but 
the mindfulness about it, the, mm. the forgiving yourself, the allowing yourself time, you know, in the middle of this mayhem of craziness where you just, I don't know, sometimes you just don't feel great. And it's true. Um, but it just gives you that sense of, now, hang on a minute. Do you know what? I'm actually great, whatever's going on. And I think it's just teaching women that however they are, they're enough. And it's just that mindset of giving yourself self-love. So it's all to do with that as well when I teach. And But also my actual workshop. So the difference between my classes and my workshop is both get yoga. Um, but in the workshop, I also cover nutrition and oh. the different... Um, symptoms why they happen what you can do what poses you could do when kind of thing what poses mm -hmm. can help with each pose so i've kind of tailored it to women in that stage and also it's that community feel of like you're getting together with other women even yeah i mean you two have worked online as well and even that with a group of women in front of you and then all of a sudden I'm telling them my funny stories of what's happened to me and they're like, oh my God, that happens to me. And it just makes everybody think, you know what? I'm not going crazy. This is what's going on right now and that's great. Well, you say that about the online because I don't know what I would have done having like COVID happening if it wasn't for the fact that we run this business and we get to teach people online so we're connecting with those people all the time people that have yeah. jobs where they don't do anything online and they don't connect with anyone any other way I, don't, I just don't know how they would have all of a sudden gone like to not talking to anybody else just being at home just just with their family or no, maybe I, would, like that. I just don't know how they would do it so you said um the, the symptoms hit you like a like a truck like so what were these symptoms for people that don't know like you didn't know about perimenopause yeah. Anita and I are quite fortunate. <laughs> that sounds really genius there. What, 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 what no, were they? Because, oh, my God. <laughs> no, because we're quite fortunate, aren't we? Because, funnily enough, we've had quite a lot of clients that have that are menopause coaches. Yeah. So through that, we kind of almost like know what's going to happen. We know we know what's coming up or what, what yeah. you know, if anything comes up. So we're quite fortunate. But if we had, if hadn't been in this industry and we hadn't been doing what we're doing, then honestly, I wouldn't, in my head, I always used to think like menopause was like, Something that happens, like, because I know my mum was like, she didn't go through hers till later on. So I just used to think, oh, probably like when I'm in my mid 50s, it'll get hot a bit and periods will stop. And literally, that was my like knowledge of it. So, yeah, what I were did. your symptoms then that kind okay. of so surprised? That, that was exactly my knowledge too. Mm. But for me, one, I had 20 20 vision, like, one, like, my vision was amazing. And then one day, I went out for dinner with my family. And I'm not kidding, like they gave me the menu and I was literally like, can you, can you actually read this? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, no, seriously, like, how can you even read this? Have they changed, like, what's wrong with the lighting in here? Like, I could not read it. How weird, all of a sudden. No, honestly, it happened overnight. And then my brother was like, oh, Annie, use my glasses. I was like, I don't need glasses. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I can read it. Oh my God. Then I started reading glasses and then I'd be flicking through magazines thinking, oh, so you're meant to see those words. I thought that was... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like this tiny writing that was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm meant to see this. Then I just didn't feel good. I just felt rubbish. And I'm, an, I'm a positive person and I've always been like that. And I would say that 90% of the time, you know, I'm laughing and joking and but all of a sudden I just felt rubbish and I didn't know what was going on. 
I had aches and it was like, huh? I'm really fit. Like, what's that? I think it was just that thing of like, I don't know, I don't even know who I am actually at the moment. I felt depressed. And then one that was really upsetting for me, and can I just say, not every woman gets this, but even if they do, all is not lost. Okay, so my hair started falling out <gasps> in chunks. Oh, God. Like, and I, I don't, like, my hairdresser was like, oh, Annie, everybody's hair falls out. No, I'm sorry. This is like handfuls of hair. And then I started receding, like literally, well, I didn't know what it was. I really didn't. And then I bet you I thought read it. it was something really serious. Well, yeah. Which um, is scary and stressful and doesn't help any of those symptoms again. No, absolutely. And you know what, Anita, what happened was for me was the fact that I was stressing so much about it. It's like it was making it happen even more. Like my hair was falling out even more. And then it kept falling yes. out even more. And it was like... Oh my God. I, I, I just remember one day washing my hair and I had a mound of like literally, and I was sobbing oh. and I, was, I showed my husband and he was like, what? And I went, that's just come out of my head, literally just hmm. now. But it was happening all the time. And because I was going blind as well, I couldn't see that my lovely white floor in my bedroom was covered in hair because I don't often wear my glasses, you know, when I'm doing stuff upstairs or whatever. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God. God, like you know, and I got. So how long did this hair. last, or what did you do about it? Well, to be honest, it hasn't completely stopped. Mm. But what I did about it was, um, I mean, I've, I've done so much research now, so now I'm fine. So basically, you eat more protein because you need protein for all of the cells that are happening in your body. And what happens is, if you're lacking in protein, your body will take it to the bits of your body that is the most important bit. Yeah. And your body knows, well, hang on a minute, actually, there's more important things than your hair. So it will go elsewhere. But it's so wrong. <laughs> there isn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not for you, Anita. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? what are you talking about? People know me as, like, Little Red. Like, mm. this is part of me kind of thing. And you know what? I just stopped worrying about it. And yeah. I started nurturing myself. I did so much research on menopause. I mean, I could write a book, literally. Um, and, you know, I've spoken to lots of doctors as well. And I would say that I know more than most of them because they're Probably. not taught it. It's not their fault. They don't learn it. Particularly their, the men. They just haven't got a clue. <laughs> like so, And that is why I decided to not just teach my yoga, but actually you know, do yoga workshops. So, you know, and I love it. I love it. And I'm really passionate about it, as you can tell, I'm sure. But I just want to help women because I hate the thought of women. I mean, I did do a, a, a podcast on hair loss and it was called Hair Today Gone Tomorrow. And it was lovely because I had people write to me saying, God, Annie, I had no idea. And thank mm -hmm. you. So just that to me was enough. Like that was like yeah. brilliant. I remember when yeah. I got divorced from my first husband, I my hair, I think I was going through such a stressful time for so long because it just dragged on and on. Um, yeah. We were stuck in the same house together for nine months, which was hideous. And I lost a load of hair. And I didn't notice it. I went to put it in the ponytail. I was like, oh, it was just like really thin. Yeah. Like, oh, but it comes back, you know, once your life gets back on track, it came back again. But yeah. it's funny because at the time I was like, oh, I don't even care. I've got so much else going on in my life. I couldn't care less. So, yeah. That's why people struggle, I think, with the menopause things because everybody's different. Like you said, some people sell for it, don't even notice anything. Yeah. Other people have all these different, I, I can't remember who 
somebody I spoke to was saying this like 54 or 50 something common very common symptoms so like where do you even start to even think that it is that or whether there is actually something wrong with you it's yeah it's a it's a it's a tough one for people to navigate through isn't it yeah I mean people you know women's joints and stuff like who knew that your thumbs would start hurting and your wrists would start hurting it's menopause Mm. it's your hormone imbalance it's where your you know your estrogen's going down and you know I'm sure with all the people you've spoken to about menopause as well they would all mention the progesterone and estrogen you know and the levels going up and down and your body's Mm. just on like this total turmoil of like "Ah, what's going on it's difficult lack of sleep and yeah because oh. i um i've got no idea whether i'm menopausal but i assume it might, i don't think I'm, I'm not menopausal but i assume at my age i'm at least perimenopausal um and i don't have any i've never slept well for, since i had kids really and that disrupts your pattern i never managed to get it back again but i do notice yeah. now i i struggle to find the right word you know where you've got that word on the tip oh. of your tongue but you can't <laughs> think what it is and i'm assuming that's a symptom foggy brain is there with the top like you know top 10 say it's not just about finding the right words i don't know if you've ever got this but brain fog can also be um not being enough to judge spaces well that is see i've always been terrible at that so (laughs) just bash into things even more now shall i yeah i'm afraid so (laughs) or or when i next can't park my car i'll be like well but actually to be fair he's never been able to park i've never been uh, learned how to park my car I, I used to sometimes like just get the parking attendants park it for me when I worked in town once. And I used to park in this really like in this oh, car park where there was hardly any um like there'd be like one space like when you got there, especially if you were later in the day. And I just say, and he used to laugh and go, "I'll park it for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know how that spatial awareness thing's going to pan out. If I'm going to get even worse at that, some days I'll be in my own house and it'd be like I walk through the same door. And one day I'll be like, yeah, get through that door. I don't think about it, obviously, but then I'll just bash my arse. No, I bash a lot. Right, mm. that is a perimenopause symptom. Yeah, but I've always been clumsy, so I don't... <laughs> See, Anna well, says, oh, no, I've always been like that, but I've noticed her getting different. She uses yeah. the wrong words and doesn't even know she's done it, and she's never been as bad at that as yeah. recently in the last few months. Yeah. So it's funny yeah. how people will probably, around you probably notice it more than you do sometimes. Yeah. But that's a lot of negatives, but I think I remember watching something and they were talking about um, the menopause, and what happens is you lose all of that nurturing hormone that women have that makes them want to just make nice homes and look after children and, yes. you know, make dinner for their partners and all that kind of thing thing and you lose that never had that you become more selfish and actually you can have a happier life because you've got you're more selfish you're more like right okay it's me time now and you do the stuff you enjoy so it's not necessarily all a negative is it i don't think it's negative i think some of the symptoms are difficult but do you know what i wouldn't even say it's being more selfish what i think is it's almost like you care less so you start caring what people think Mm. in in a nice way you know like you're you're positive enough about yourself to think now hang on a minute what actually do i want what do i want i think these years are your wisdom years it is that time when you've done all that stuff you've done all the stuff of like pandering to everybody else and you just think now hang on a minute you know i'm 53 it's like i'm not going to spend my whole life always pandering to others i'll do whatever i want within reason obviously but i just think just grab the whole like bull by the horns whatever the saying is and like yeah. just go for it do yeah. be kind to yourself and just think no this is my life and i don't want women in menopause to think oh well well i'll wait till i get through this bit and then i'll be yeah. 
No, like do it now. Yeah, because like, I've heard of uh, I've heard like older women say it's brilliant once you've through it. But like yeah. you say, it could take ten years, can't it? So you don't exactly. want to be like I'm living it. Like I am riding this menopause is what I'm doing. Let's talk more about your business. How long have you been doing yoga, and how did you first kind of discover it? I I love yoga, and I think it's I think it's something that it'd be awesome to teach kids at school because it's just all about you know look at people who have exercised and have that flexibility later in life versus people who haven't and they're just really yeah. stiff and achy and if you can maintain it that's got to be better than getting it back not to mention all the mindfulness stuff and everything so um yeah, yeah i'm definitely a convert but how did you find it oh i love it i absolutely love it i was doing acting you have to have other jobs so i was actually um luckily for me it was kind of part-time hours but i was studio manager for a big health club for 18 years and I was teaching at the club as well. So I was teaching, but also being the studio manager. And it just kept eating at me, just thinking, this isn't what you want to be doing. Like, why are you here? And then one day I just literally went in and was like, no, do you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And I just handed my notice in. Good for you. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was going to actually do. So I just remember saying to my hobby, I was like, I haven't got any money coming in. But I will have. Like, <laughs> something will happen. Sometimes right. you've got to just pull that rug out from under you and something yeah. does come, you know, good things yeah. happen. But then for me, then COVID happened. Oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. If I'd stayed in that job, I would have been furloughed. You'd have been, yeah, you'd have been furloughed. You'd have been able to build your business and be. Yeah, yeah. it all happens for a reason. So mm. what I did do, like you, I kind of bit the bullet and just thought, teach on Zoom. And for a whole well, nearly two years now, I've been teaching regularly on Zoom and built a little community on Zoom. And from there, just thought I'll do a podcast to help women in menopause. Then, um, yeah, workshops have happened. I was already, even when I was teaching at the gym, I was also taking yoga retreats to Turkey. And oh. um, that's been cancelled a couple of times now. But my business is just kind of, I just trust that it will keep growing and that's what I'm doing. And yeah. I'm teaching what I love. Um, I also, you might have seen it on my Instagram, every Tuesday I do a little Sybil Says. So one of my jobs is I play Sybil Forty in a dinner experience. I haven't got the correct costume and anything at home, but I got this dodgy wig. I put a funny blouse on and a pair of leggings and I teach from Annie. Sybil is talking about what Annie says um, and it's just little about the symptoms of menopause and what you can do. So I've just put in a bit of fun into yeah. that as well, just to show that actually I am an actress as well and this is just what I kind of do. So, you know, she comes out on a Tuesday. Yeah. and uh yeah so, so tell us a bit more about the acting then i've been acting since i was a wee girl of about 16 and for years and years i was doing musicals in theater i think my favorite roles to date is going back a long time but i played little voice in oh yeah and then about four years ago, I actually went back and played the mother. <laughs> so it's like in the same play. It was like, no, how did that happen? But it was great to kind of do that for both views. But when I played Little Voice, I had to do all the voices of 
yeah. you know, Judy Garland and Shirley Bassey and all that kind of That's stuff. That's not for people without considerable talent, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. But, well, I love it. Do you know, it annoys oh. me the way some people have all the talent. So not only can you sing and dance and act, I can't do any of them. <laughs> just think, oh. it's not very evenly distributed, is it? So you can just do everything. No, but I tell you, another thing that's not distributed enough is even people with talent don't necessarily get a chance to actually show it sometimes so, well, I do. you just kind of wait for that big break it's the right time right place kind of thing is it once I got into my yoga I got so passionate about that I kind of let my acting take a bit of a back seat mm. but I thrive on a lot of people so even with my business I think hang on a minute I want to do something bigger so for me in my mind I think I want to do a TED talk on menopause or yeah. I want to teach a great big yoga festival or any festival so if anyone's listening and they want someone to teach at a big festival I'm your girl I mean anyone who does my classes we have fun I'm really strict on technique and I don't miss anything and they always tell me that they're like Annie you don't miss a thing even online I said no I don't so your classes are all it. over online are they all over the my, well I do one that isn't but most of them are online yeah. but we always always have fun and I just think that's my acting comes yeah. across yeah because all your skills come together don't they like you yeah. you, you i remember when because i i did um i did acting when i was a kid that's what i was into performing arts is what i did like in my b-tech in and things and like i remember um if one of my friends dad saying like oh um what are you gonna do though what a waste of time you know basically saying why am i not doing a levels like some proper a levels not prattling around doing that but in truth i only took that because i just didn't want to go and get a proper actual job because i was really immature for my age and that's what i like to do so i was like i'll just do that and I was like, you'll be on fact, but now I can completely like that connect those dots afterwards of yeah. that helps massively. Your com yeah. confidence if you do something like that is just sky high. And it helps us then help our clients as well, be able to kind of pass that confidence on and even breaks that you've had in, you know, opportunities, telesales jobs, all all different. And like with like you say, you with your yoga now, the acting that you've done has helped you be different to perhaps if you hadn't have done that so it all connect it, it's all relevant um it's like corporate people going off and doing like a circus skills mm. day it's not because yeah. they want to join the circus but getting out there and being a bit ridiculous and mm. you know just getting out your comfort zone helps you in a, in all your other stuff that you can do i am a big believer i do honestly and this might sound a bit like no, 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 but mm. i honestly believe that things happen for a reason mm -hmm. and I do I really do and I just think that if you really trust it I just think that what you're meant to do will happen yeah so I really do I really do and I even think like you know there's some really like much older actresses who are phenomenal so I never say never like one day you know I'm gonna get a lucky break and I'm gonna end up on something yeah that, uh, you know I've got yeah. this loads of examples of people that have had their lucky break later in life, either yeah. in business or in acting or, or whatever. Um, just, you know, right time, right place. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, is, yeah. it is all about, I know mean, you have to have a level of talent, but it is about, like, lucky breaks as well. So when we were away, we met James Corden. And I thought to myself oh, about God. him, like, you think about James Corden, like, not a lot to, it's obviously huge talent in terms of the fact that he, I think he wrote, like, Gavin and Stacey. I've never really yeah. watched that. Um, he writes but, a lot of stuff. He's very yeah, talented, yeah. But, like, you wouldn't necessarily think if you knew him growing up that he would end up like hosting the late late show would you do you know like no, so like he said he's had a lot of lucky breaks he's worked he's been in the right place right time but also he's got talent as well but he's kind of 
just been ready to kind of go for things, but you would never yeah, have ever thought it, isn't him, it? the chubby actor that writes things, that, you know, to a little thing in the UK would then go on to do so well. So yeah, and he's never, smashing that as well, isn't he? Hmm. I'm not. Yeah, sure. yeah, they love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah they know, love him over there. He's done musicals as well. He was in one of yeah. my favourite, Into the Woods. Stephen Sondheim, love it. Oh, and I watched him yeah. in um, One Man Two Governors, which is a difficult yeah. play to be in. There's a lot oh. of lines to remember, and it's quite fast paced. And he was awesome in oh, that. Never knew he was in that. And someone else who didn't who you wouldn't think was going to make it remember Paul Potts obviously and that's a big link from James Corden because he played him in the film is oh, he the he? opera singer yeah yeah and James oh, yeah. Corden I only watched it the other week he played him in the oh. film and I can't believe what that man went through it was like heartbreaking no, oh, I'm not watching Watch that. that film. Not it, on my list. It was really good, really good. What's your advice to people then who are out there? They've got their own business. It's kind of trundling along, um, but nothing's really happening for them. What What's your advice to have that positive attitude? One, if you have days where you do feel a little bit down on yourself and it's not quite going where you want, I think you should literally give yourself a day off and yeah. but not give yourself a hard time about it and say it's still going to happen then the next day you're going to feel back to where you were and then you'll be thriving again mm. and then when when you're open like that things will come your way they just yeah. will because they're meant to on my hand i've got a tattoo now i'm 53 i've only just started getting tattoos and now i'm like i've got the bug <laughs> but i've got one a white feather and it just says come 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 go 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 and I always tell people, like, everything, like, things are meant to come, 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 and they go, 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 come, 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 go, go, go. So trust that process. So even those days when you're not feeling great, those days are going to go, go, go. Mm -hmm. and I say to one, my children, sometimes you're the dog, sometimes you're the lamppost. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that one as well. You're going to get that one, too. Don't think I want to get that tattooed on my arm. It's so though. true, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. you just got to go, Okay. <laughs> Today yeah. on the love Today, Oh, I love it. Trust it. And trust yourself as well that you can do this and get a bit of yoga in your life because it definitely, you know, I mean, you know then if you do it, I need to say you love yoga now. I mean, it helps in every way. And I never want to be that person that says, could you just tie my shoelaces up for me, please? Because I can't bloody reach them. And I and yeah, never I... want to be that person that says, could you just tie my shoelaces up for me, please? Because I can't bloody reach them. So... No, no, no. I'm going to be teaching at 80 odd. Definitely. You can. I always think when I'm older, that's what I my job will be. Is like, well, not a job, but the thing that I like to do will be, I'll be this like top yoga teacher that just literally goes to like... When the kids are older and whatever else and i'll just travel around and i'll spend like a season in like i don't know bali or something doing a bit and whatnot but i'm not actually don't actually do any yoga yet why? so that's, that's why not that's, that's how i visualize what i will look like when i'm when i'm old and that's obviously because obviously you'd have to do that you've got to do that to to be able to do that so yeah i've got it okay. i've even got it on, on a post-it note next to my daughter's mirror why don't you come and do one of my classes come on yeah, I, I do. do I do um, subscribe to a Pilates thing. It's completely okay. different. It's not even yeah. on this. It's completely. Yeah, what, what I wanted to ask this about people, right? So, uh -huh. Pilates and yoga. Yeah, in my head, same mm -hmm. thing, really. And there is a thing of called yoga lattes, which is when they put the two together, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't understand how that can work. Only because no. the breathing in Pilates is completely different to the breathing techniques you do in yoga. So how could you put yeah. those two together? Yeah. And to be honest, I can't speak for every yoga teacher, but mine is for strength, 
like I'm full on when I teach. So mm. even though, you know, you might think, oh, okay, so she does yoga for menopause. It must be all nice and gentle. Mm -mm, no, it isn't. When we get older, we need to be building muscle strength. We yes. need to protect our bones. So I just think, I, to be honest, I can't really tell you, I would never say which one's better because mm. I don't teach Pilates. So I can only talk about yoga because that's yeah. what, what I teach. And it'd be wrong of me to try and do that. But I... Like I teach for strength and I mean, even the other day, the one class that I do in a hall, um, the women were literally huffing and puffing and they're like, Annie, did you get stuck in traffic or something? And I was like, no. And they're like, God, this is hard. And yeah, I'm like, make yeah, sweat, life's yeah. hard. Life's hard. And this is why we're doing it. I did this yoga class ages ago at this um, gym that I was a member of. And uh, I remember thinking, like, oh, it can't be that hard. And I went, so I thought, I'm not going to do the beginners it because, is. like, I don't see myself as a beginner, even if I've never done anything before. So I went along to, like, the intermediate ones or whatever. And I remember being, like, five, ten minutes in going, why is it so hard? Why can't I just, like, stand on one foot and then have the other one? And so obviously my zone. And, and my also, why can't, why can you stand on one foot? until they make you close your eyes and then suddenly you can't do it. And it's like, what? It's annoying, That's isn't it? That's when your hormones yeah. are out of balance, so it makes your body go all about it. That thing when you stand on tiptoe and then have to close your eyes and suddenly you're like wobbling all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you do yoga, don't you, Anita? You go every Wednesday morning to your yoga And class. I did on holiday. Actually, on holiday, when I went oh, away God. recently to Menorca, they did a class at 8 o'clock every morning and they alternated yoga and Pilates. And loads of people are going to disagree with me now but for me the difference was pilates was more about the micro movements whereas yoga was more about the poses and stretches um and different things like that so um my tummy really ached after doing pilates <laughs> even though i'm relatively fit but i'd obviously not use my tummy muscles or or work them in anything else i do and um the teacher there was probably one of the best yoga teachers oh, I've brilliant. ever seen the, the positions she could get into she did you know where you sit on the floor with your legs open and then reach forward with your hands mm -hmm. and she said just use a block so you can rest your forehead on the block <laughs> so I put a block there and I was there sitting next to my husband going is my forehead near the block and he went no <laughs> I, went, I don't feel like I'm near the block and then I looked and she not only had her forehead near the block she had her chin on the floor yeah I was just like oh my god <laughs> it, do, do you know what though honestly that just comes with practice it really does all well, she'd been a gymnast honest... and a ballet dancer all her life so I genuinely think well there you go you can't start at a certain age and get to that level I think you have to have done it your whole life it will benefit you but no, I'll never you know be what? at that level no, I have people that come to my classes and I honestly get them doing things that they never thought they'd ever be able to do, ever. Yeah. I do improve, but I can't see me ever getting my chin on the floor when I'm sitting. sitting. Yeah, but she probably does it every day. You do yeah. it every day. She Wednesday. said, oh God, you should see me at home. I don't do that much here because it would be showing off. But yeah, I'm like way more flexible at home. And I was like, I want to smack you in the face now. I just smiled at her, obviously. It's like I can't touch my toes. I never have been able to touch my toes. Like, and just, you're going to be a top just, yoga teacher. Yeah, oh, you've got plenty of time. I'm only 44. If you're listening to this, gonna... you can't see the face Annie's putting. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners. I actually did just pull a face. Like, well, like me, you haven't got a poker face. You haven't got a poker face. When I teach my yoga, I would never pull a face at anybody oh, that no. couldn't do a pose. Everyone does it at their own 
their yes. level and every single pose has an option for every yeah. level and that's yeah. why i think everybody can do yoga yeah. and everybody. for me if i just maintain my level of flexibility that yeah. i've got now which isn't great but if i can maintain that for the next 40 years that is good enough for me if i can Absolutely. prove it then great but if i can still you know sit down and uh, or touch my toes which i can and stuff like that when i'm 80 odd then great yeah not every single pose is for every single person yoga mm. is for everybody but there's going to be some poses that you might be restricted just because of the way your body is mm, but yeah. it's not about whether you can do a pose or not it's just the mindset of what you do is enough and it doesn't matter what anybody else does it's what you do and yeah. you're practicing and the great thing about yoga is it's called yoga practice so you yeah. can never do it wrong because you're practicing mm. it's not yoga yay this is the end it's yoga yeah. practice yeah that's why i can't touch potentially because my legs are longer than my body is so that's my <laughs> thing as yeah so that, that's why i've never been able to touch potentially i think you should start practicing that though yeah i will do it just turn up even if you just turn up and do the breathing to start but the breathing's hard to boss in itself isn't it there's but, loads of breathing and loads of breathing techniques brilliant for menopause as well because yeah. it, you know you get that nice slow uh, Samavritti breathing which is equal parts so you inhale and exhale for the same length of time mm -hmm. but it's that consciousness of following your breath so that say at night when they're having a hot flush and they're like really stressed or something or night sweats just follow that inhale and exhale and keep it nice and equal your mind will be conscious of that and then your mind will wander and then you bring it back and you just keep bringing it back to the breath and and that's a good practice to do. So, you know, there's loads of things that you can pull from yoga. Two questions we always ask all of our guests are, the first one is, um, with the Get Savvy Club, so what makes you savvy? The fact that I will never be beaten and I will keep going until it happens. Oh, I love that philosophy. Mm -hmm. Have you always been like that? I think I have. My friends used to call me, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but because I would always... <laughs> that's an awesome nickname. Honestly, that is my nickname, which is why I called my podcast that. I hope that's okay to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put the link to your podcast in the show notes as oh. well, because obviously that's something that people can go and find at any time, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. So they used to call me, I don't know how it happened, but because <laughs> I would, well, it's forever. This has always happened with me. Things happen and it literally is like, I'd go to work. This is when I was at the gym and I'd go to work and whatever's happened, I'd turn up and go, oh God, I don't know how it happened, but. And I would just start my sentence like it, but then massive, that like crazy things happened. That's a bit um, like you, Anna. You're a yeah, like I'm a bit like that. I really, I just yeah. get myself into these predicaments. I turn up at places and just things happen. Yeah. Or, and, and I've done it like forever. The second question we always ask everyone is um, to recommend a book. So a, a development book, a business book, just something that's helped you along the way. One book that I really, really like, I don't know if it's really my business book, but I just really liked it was Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. Oh yeah, we had somebody recommend oh, it. It's teaching you that, you know, like we're kind of put in, you know, as young women, it's almost like you're told the way you should be. Mm. Yeah, I just think it's a great book and it, it just teaches you that kind of what we've been talking about, you really can go for whatever it is you want and trust that whatever journey you've gone on, give yourself a break, you can change it, you can change the journey, you can go on another path 
I think it also teaches you that even if you've made what some people might call mistakes or things that you haven't liked, I don't think anything is ever a mistake or I just think you learn from everything, yeah, don't you? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what that book tells. So what's the Fabulous. best way of um, listeners finding out more about you then? We can put the podcast link in the show notes. How else can they reach out to you if they want to hear more? If anyone looks up Let Life Be Yoga, so my Instagram is Let Life Be Yoga. My business page on Facebook is Let Life Be Yoga. My website is www.letlifebeyoga. So that's that's me let life be yoga if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe awesome so that was the lovely annie hayes pantoni um yeah like we said at the beginning she's got the right attitude to life and kind of just goes with it you know things will work out and if you've got that attitude things do tend to come to you and things do tend to work out so be open to things working out and they will um what would work out for you is if you want to rate and review this podcast. Oh, I like what you did there. <laughs> Our uh, podcast producer will uh, appreciate that because he's uh, used to be in radio. So that's a kind of a, link. what do you call it? Link. link yeah. Kind of the more fancy word, I'm, I'm sure. But if you want to rate and review the podcast, then you'll be in with the chance of winning a copy of Untamed, which was the book that she recommended, which we have had recommended before. All you need to do is rate, review this podcast, uh, screenshot that and share that on a social media platform of your choice, tagging either Anita or I in or the Get Savvy Club as um, a business in, and you'll be in with a chance of winning it. So it's funny, maybe it's because I'm perimenopausal. I have no memory of that book ever being, of me ever even having heard of it before. Yeah, bizarre, isn't it? And if you laugh at me for that, I'll probably kill you because I'm perimenopausal. The rage, when she said it, <laughs> yeah. in rage, you've got to like fold over or something. It's like not the first thing I'm thinking fold of doing. Fold over or kill. When I'm, yeah. <laughs> when I'm in a rage, folding myself over. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, you to do it, isn't it? It's not, you know... <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. When you see that mist because your teenage daughter's answering you back again, you don't think, oh, I'm just going to touch my toes. Wait there, I'm just folding. <laughs> I'll be in a bit. But, you know, if, I mean, if you did do that, it probably would make you laugh and it probably would break the ice and then you, you could move on. <laughs> but uh, It would also disconcert your opponent. <laughs> Yeah, would because they'd be like, no. Well, they're probably just not. Well, they become a bit mad anyway. Yeah, mad old bag. Yeah, so we will see you on uh, Thursday for the Get Savvy Quickie, and next week for another guest episode. In the meantime, stay savvy. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club. 